Welcome back to the Beast Game Podcast. And today we are talking about Scream. Scream 2022. But this one is directed by two directors and it kind of shows, I guess. Uh, Matt Bentinelli, Old Pine, and then Tyler Gillette. The writers are James Vanderbilt, Guys Bizzik, and then it's based on characters by Kevin Williamson. Stars Nev Campbell, kind of, Courtney Cox, kind of, David Arquette, kind of. The synopsis is 25 years after the original series of murders in Woodsboro, a new ghost face, new ghost face, and Sidney <laughs> Prescott. <laughs> Prescott must return to uncover the truth. That's the only ghost face I respect. So the movie starts off in a house, and then someone gets a phone call. So it's a girl at home by herself. I guess her mom is on travel for work, which is just never really explained other than just a generic line in the movie. She's at home. She gets a phone call. They're asking for a sister. It's like, well, she's not here. And then they just start having a full-blown conversation. That would have been the point that I hang up. So he's up there asking about movies and things like that and starts talking about what's your favorite scary movie. And then she starts talking about like Baba Duke and more recent movies. And then phone call just kind of turns very weird where talking about trying to kill her friend. They try to come kill her instead. And then she winds up in the hospital and then it shoots to her sister, Sam. Jack Quaid are in a relationship. She gets a phone call that her sister's been attacked and she's living in a different town. So she she's back to go see her sister in the hospital. And it's like, well, hey, Ghostface is back. So according to this movie, everything that happened in Scream, so this does that, we're just going to bypass all the other movies. I guess maybe except for Scream 2 kind of tie into the first movie mostly yeah one of the characters her father was the person that wound up being ghostface and was killed and this person is trying to use that information against her in order to kill more people it's like really the gist of this but jay who is the mayor scare master horror suspensive thriller and bad (laughs) (laughs) how'd you feel about this scream i love the first scream i love the second scream Mm-hmm. I saw the third scream, and then after that, I just stopped watching it. I think I saw bits and pieces of the one with Hayden Pintier in it. I think that was four. And then this is what? Was there something after that or no? I don't even remember. Uh, I think it's only been five. So this is the fifth one, right? Yeah. Okay. So funny because this movie is making fun of itself. Yeah, like so it tries screen. to be on the inside of jokes, inside of current movie trends. It's basically Scream. It made fun of horror movies. It was a movie within a movie talking about movies, mm. talking about horror movies, which was different. It was unique. But the thing is, at the end, that was totally fresh. That was totally different. Even though they talked about how every movie, horror movie, has these things. Has this, has that. Yeah, it has, has all the this. tropes that someone falls right. down. All the someone, tropes, everything that yeah. horror movie does. I talk about it all the fucking time. So they did that in the first screen, but the end was different. The end was unique. So it kind of talked about it, but then broke the mold. In this one, they tried the same exact formula. And they talked about that shit. The same exact formula, making fun of itself. And then at the end, they did the exact fucking formula. They brought nothing new to the table at whatsoever. All thing it did was just bring Scream to a newer generation of people. I could have fixed this movie easily because the premise wasn't bad. The idea was not bad. The execution was fucking horrible. Personally, I am not a fan of Ghostface. 
the weakest slasher in the history of slashers. Yeah, he's he, getting his ass kicked all the time. <laughs> right. Everybody has a chance against Ghostface. The thing with slashers, the slashers are supposed to be a fucking force of nature. It's supposed to be an indestructible stalking force. You, let's think of the slashers. Let's think of Jason. You got Michael Myers. Put Freddy in that shit. And I'll go lesser known. You go with Art the Clown. The Candyman. <laughs> you go with Candyman. It's a force of nature. It's when they do serial killer movies, those serial killers are different. You can't just beat them. Ghostface <laughs> is the worst slasher in the history of slashers for the simple fact that you could probably beat their ass. Personally, I would square up with this motherfucker. <laughs> well, I mean, that was the point, right? In the end, they turned out they were just regular people. Right. Yeah, so they're not supernatural. So it's like... But that's the thing, though. There are slashes that there are regular people, but they are still a force of fucking nature. They're regular people, but they have an uh, indomitable will to kill you. It's like a punch ain't going to stop them. They're that insane. That's what makes them scary. What makes Ghostface scary? His fucking mask? After a scary movie, it ain't scary. This movie had the potential to be so much better than what it was. I understand what they were trying to do. The best thing about this movie that I enjoyed was the horror monologue that the girl gave because she was 100% correct. Everything she said was correct. She was the Randy of this movie. They even fucking did kind of like a scene-by-scene type of thing from the first movie. It was not original. They could have made it original. They could have used the same form that they did and changed the ending to something different. The main girl, Sam, I didn't mind that she was the daughter of Billy Loomis or whatever his name is. I didn't mind that. All thing that I thought was just in poor taste and it shouldn't have been done was the flashback. Why do we need to see his ass? Yeah. You could have just told us who he was. You could have told us that I'm the daughter of blah, 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 blah. There's no need for him to pop up. Stop denying your history. You know what you are. You're a killer. Yeah. No. So basically, it's like lucid dreams that she's having. And right. He's popping up like, you know who you are. <laughs> right. It just took away from the movie. The kills weren't that amazing. And I already knew who the killer was. Yeah, they telegraphed it. They telegraphed it. 30 minutes of the movies. Keith, how do you feel about Scream? I found it to be the worst type. It just reaffirms everyone talking about how bankrupt of ideas Hollywood is. Scream was original. Like Wes Craven basically took a idea he had about a slasher flick and decided to make a humorous parody, an enjoyable parody of it that was as entertaining as it was thrilling as it was told a decent story. The original Scream was beat for beat, a well-told story. Wes Craven did his job. It was some genuine thrills. It was some genuine jump scares. And it was a legit moment, like at the end of the thing James says, is that you had a big twist at the end. It was, oh my goodness, you were kind of blown by it. It wasn't just one guy, it was two of them. And they were playing up on the horror tribes just to be famous. And that was telling at the time. This was just ridiculous. And you know what really irked the hell out of me? Is that they not just that <laughs> the fact that the minute I saw it and the minute they started identified the protected class and the protected people, you knew exactly who wasn't going to die. Of course, mm-hmm. it would be the black people. They weren't going to die. They were in no danger at all. Sitting there watching it with my family, and I'm basically calling out, "Well, you can't kill them." Like at the very end, it turns out that the twin siblings survived the attacks it was terrible it was terrible and not only that the actress playing uh what was that girl's name sam yeah she is the literal definition of wooden acting when she talked her head didn't move bottom jaw would just go up and down and the words would come out of her mouth but her head didn't move her eyes barely moved 
just talking with a straight face. It was the creepiest thing in the world. I don't even think she blinked. She was a terrible actress. I think she had that one moment at the end with like, I'm the daughter of a serial killer. Apparently get superpowers from that. It was terrible. It was dumb. And I, I'm actually tired of talking about it. It was a trash movie made by trash filmmakers who should never direct anything again. And I hope it fails. All right. I'm so assuming it's got nothing. So it's trash. I'm going to say this movie's biggest problem should really show, but not tell. I was talking about the dialogue. The dialogue is like this inside joke about movies, current trends. They talk about Mary Sue's. And then as James was talking about horror tropes, things that happen. So I understand the process of scream, but in the modern context of movie making, where those movies were made in the nineties, you can kind of get away with that stuff. This should have understood that they should try something differently and, or just not make the movie at all. With all those inside jokes and things like that, it gives away who you know will eventually be the killer because he keeps talking about it. Arc of the movie is just pointless. It's just trying to tie everybody into the first two movies. And it's just like, all right, well, we already had Scream 3 and 4 plus the TV series. So what else do you want to get out of this other than, again, with the current trend, James and I were talking about Texas Chainsaw Massacre where you just kind of skip over all the other intermediate movies to just link back to the first movie doing the same thing again. So this is the new trend that Halloween did it. Texas Chainsaw Massacre did. It. I assume there's probably gonna be a nightmare on Elm street. We'll probably do that. Somebody in the first movie, grandson or granddaughter is now being haunted by Freddie. There's no point to this movie. There's nothing to be gotten from this movie. There's not even like a so good as bad type thing either. There's bad dialogue, bad acting, bad plot, very pointless, nothing else to say. Someone had to have watched this after the movie was made. I don't understand why they didn't just stand up and say, this is trash. You could have watched the original screen and then immediately watched this movie and you could have seen how bad mm-hmm. the transition is. Yeah. Why didn't you step up and just say, this is a bad movie that's not going to do well? You know what? Well, that's why it was released in February. So, uh, okay, I get it. I guess they understood that. it. Because otherwise, you would probably make more money releasing this around Halloween. Mm -hmm. Or the summertime. Think about Friday the 13th. Mm -hmm. And you talk about that era of filmmaking or for horror movies. To James' point, he was this supernatural entity that you could not fight. Ghostface, you could fight him. You can fight him and get away. You can fight him and get away. That is what ingratiated the audience to the characters in this because you could put yourself in that position. If Jason's coming at you, you're just like, I'm just going to cut my throat now. This is bullshit. Or I'm going to run until I can't possibly run any further again. Nightmare on Elm Street, what's the point? He's going to get me. I'm just done. I can't sleep. Can't sleep. This is going to suck. With Scream, you had a chance. But then, okay, so let's piggyback on what you said, right? There are regular, normal human beings slashes that's not a force of nature. Happy Death Day to you. Yeah. Is basically scream. <laughs> but done way better. Yeah, but go ahead, Jay. Trying to give you an example that you guys know, because I got like millions of examples in my head. Harry Lee Lucas, portrait of a serial killer, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He was killing people. He was an ordinary person, and he was based off an ordinary man. As a matter of fact, Leatherface. Yeah. Leatherface is an ordinary his, dude. Yeah, kick him in the nuts. Yeah, like you could hurt him, but getting fucked up. He was getting fucked up. He like, got shot. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> got shot, got everything done to him. It was a kill. Okay, the cop's son got killed. Right? Yeah, so the, the sheriff of the town going yeah, out to sheriff, get some seashells. She, she leaves son the son killed. Home, I was looking at that and I'm like, are you a fucking idiot? Coming at him with a knife. And obviously, was him had leverage mm-hmm. on him. Why don't you use that leverage? Move your head, knee this motherfucker, and just pounce on him and beat the shit out of him. What the fuck? Like, game over. It's like anytime someone has momentum coming towards you and you cannot withstand the momentum, what you do is let the momentum go past you. That's fighting one-on-one. That's how you get off balance. I was just so pissed. It's like you just wanted to die. You wanted to die. The main killer was the fucking girl. Telegraphed it early on where they had a vocoder attachment to sound like a dude. <laughs> well, they telegraphed it way earlier than that for me. I'm going to tell you why. Why? When I figured out who it was, you always look at the love interest. It's always the love interest. So, first girl that was attacked, like Sam's little sister, the love interest was the girl. And then certain things that she would do, certain things she would say, the way her mannerism was like, oh yeah, she's the killer. Next, <laughs> who's the next killer? Right? And then I was just thinking, like, okay, the next killer, love interest, Sam's dude. Because they telegraphed right. that too. They telegraphed, they telegraphed that, that as well. Early on. I think they had a little sit down. He plays in the house. so dumb. It's like, oh, I don't know anything about Stab. The movie, I'm like, if it was a worldwide sensation, you may not have seen it, but you know about it. Come on, man. And then you just have to be the right place at the right time. And I was like, those are the two killers. Everyone else is a red herring. This is so predictable. They could have changed this movie, making it a little different. And it would have been a lot better. I'll give you three ways they could have changed it. One, take away them goddamn flashbacks from Billy Loomis. <laughs> That's one. Two, I understood what they were trying to do. I understood that they were trying to kill people because they wanted... I mean, didn't they do this in one of the other screams? Like, yeah, we want to be famous. Matter of fact, that was a part of the whole scream, the first one. Yeah, we're going to be famous. How about the killer be three people instead of two? Change that up. And or have the killer be one person and it'd be cotton weary. The person that was initially thought to be the killer in the first screen. It has some relation to cotton weary. Right? Different. That's what I'm saying. They could have changed this up and made it different. Scream first one, it made fun of itself and it made fun of horror tropes. It did all that. But the ending at that time was something different. So it was refreshing. Instead, this one just repeated Scream one to a T. This was a new generation. This movie was a waste of time. It had potential. Now, it's like, I hope they don't try to make a series out of it with a new generation of Scream. I'm like, at the end of all this, the new series, Sam's will end up being a killer. The only reason why this movie exists is just because this last Scream was probably like 2011. And then you already had the TV series that was a couple years ago. So it's it's not like it's gone from people's minds. So They should just step with the TV series. All right. I left it like that. Yeah. But nevertheless, this movie's stupid. So let's wrap this up. Jay, what score would you give Scream? I'd give it a three. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's it. The ultimate slap in the face for Wes. Yeah. So this That's- podcast is for Wes. West side. But Keith, what score would you give Scream? Give it a three. You guys are generous. This is trash. You guys are generous. I'm giving this a zero. Like, there is no redeeming qualities to this. There's no need for this to exist. And I think that's the worst type of movie that you're just doing something just to do it just because you own the property, you own the rights to something. And, and you don't want to lose the rights. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, but so hold up. In your mind, premise didn't have any potential? The premise doesn't have any potential because it's already been done before. We were talking about Texas Chainsaw Massacre. They did something mm-hmm. differently. They didn't just have five friends riding the town and then mm-hmm. pick up a stranger or something and then everybody gets killed by a leather face in the side of a house. Right, right. <laughs> they did something differently with this current iteration of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, they ramped up the gore, which helped the movie, even though it's kind of a cheap trick. It worked. Yeah, it worked like shit. This movie just does the same thing as Scary Movie. Yeah. This was a basically a horror scary movie to me. Yeah. Now, you wouldn't even say like slightly serious. It's just a more horror-focused scary movie in the vein of Scream, which that's what Scary Movie was. Scary Movie is, yeah. So Scary Movie was more enjoyable, though. Yeah. Well, I watch it again. If I would decide to watch it again, I'll just watch it because it's, I'm bored. Like, uh, it's not going to be like a guilty pleasure type of movie. You know, this is like, I'm bored. Let's just see some stupidity. Because the kills weren't even that tight to me. And I didn't care about any of the characters. Oh, no, I take that back. I knew Dewey was going to die in this one. He had to. I mean, come on now. This man got stabbed in every movie he was in. So he had to die. Cared about that. Like, damn. Well, they finally got his ass. So that's it. Everyone else, I didn't care about. I did not. I so did not care about. I didn't care about the love drama between him and Gail. I didn't give a shit about that. I mean, it probably played off into their real life, but I didn't care about it. That Sydney had kids and she was back. I'm like, don't care. It's like, don't come back to town. No matter what you do. Like, Killer could have been her sister. That would have been different. Well, that would have gotten ruined at the very beginning of the movie. So. <laughs> well, no. Well, no. Because it would have made sense. Because it would have been misdirection. I so guess. the person... Huh? Uh, just said, I guess. I mean, I understand what you're trying to say, but there's no yeah. redeeming in this movie. I know you gave three things they could have changed, but it still doesn't change the fact that this movie's trash. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, wait, we're still talking about this movie? Can we? Like, yeah. All right. So, nevertheless, <laughs> we are done. <laughs> Keeps just walked up from his sleep. <laughs> uh, I'm just, I can't think about this movie anymore. We are done. Beast Game Podcast. <laughs>